Welcome to Radio Grognar, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks, old mate Grognar here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, I'm going to talk about doing what you're good at, and not the other stuff, maybe. Well, we'll talk about that after this. All right. What I want to say is, as far as like, D&D and other games like it, class abilities, and classes themselves. Now, in the basic D&D game, you have your four basic, you know, classes, fighters, wizards, clerics, and uh, thieves. And as the additions went on, they added a few more subclasses, things like that, which is okay, you know. But the current edition, to me, too much. Just too much. And that goes for Pathfinder, too. Because Pathfinder is basically a, you know, a riff on D&D. But how shall I say this? Fighters fight. Thieves thieve. Magic users do magic. And clerics do their thing and help fight. That's basically, you know, that's basically the roles right there. Yeah, clerics heal, yes. But... Today, you know, games of today, it's just, they, they always talk about builds, builds, builds. Okay, fine. When I, you know, in my day, when I was playing back then, it was like you had, you had class abilities and that was it. And you didn't always get them all at once either, because sometimes you have to be a certain level. And everybody was envious of the thief because he had all these thieving skills. But that's the whole point of the one of the whole points of the of the class, anyway. So, you know, you got you dealt with that. And as the additions went on, they they introduced skills and weapon proficiencies and feats and other things like that. Now, I'm not going to come down on the, on people. I'm not going to come down on the games for that because people like to play them. So, you know, you're going to play it. You know, what the hey? I, why should I stand in this? Why should I stand in the way of somebody else's fun is my, my philosophy. So, what I like is people to give, keep an eye, you know, keep in mind that classes do what classes do. Um, now, if you've got all these builds and all these options and all this stuff, yes, you can fine tune your character. You can fine-tune your character, but to me, it just gets too much. You know, every time I want to, you know, I want to play in Carlos's Monday game and I don't have a character, I got to go to my grandson, Gage. Gage, I want to play XYZ. How do I do that? And he has to come up with, okay, take this, take this, don't take this, take this class, take this thing for the class. Oh, God, my head hurts. All right, fine. Yeah, but the character works. Okay, for 5e, character works or whatever edition, current edition. I always say current edition. I hate dating my shows. But, you know, then, you know, I don't like doing that. I like to say, okay, you want me to create a character? I'll sit down with the book and create a character. Boom. I got a character. Okay, let's go. But if I have to, like, you know, search through five books to find out what exactly what I want, and, you know, as I said before with a second edition, uh, 
second edition supplement. If I wanted to play champions, I'll play champions. You know, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to that. That's how the game is built. But you know, all this other stuff, you take this and you can't get this. Anyway, I'm just, I'm kind of rambling and ranting and rambling and ranting and just, you know, do a little bit of both this time. But you get the idea of what I'm talking about anyway. So I think it behooves even players of the current edition to remember what your character does and what his, what his wheelhouse is. What did the Rockies say? Know your role. But you don't have to, how shall I say this? Know your role, but think outside the box too. You don't need all these feats and skills and stuff, as far as I'm concerned, to think outside the box and try something. That's what you have six stats for. And like I said, these characters do what these characters do. Fighters will be the frontline guys because that's what they do. They fight. They fight and clerics, they heal, but at the same time, they're the wingman. They're the lancer. They're the ones who are cover who are watching the fighters back. You know, um, maybe they're fighting on the side. You know, they're doing they're doing that kind of thing, or they're in the back, covering their you know covering the party's butt, things like that. That's what clerics do. And if you put them in the back, which is kind of handy in case somebody falls, they're in the back. They can run up there. Boom. Okay, here, fine. But we know it doesn't work that way. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any healing potions. But you know, you, you get the, you get the gist of what I'm saying. Okay, magic users. Yes, they are going to be in the back in the back, while the cleric covers their butt, throwing spells if they have spells. If they don't have spells, they better figure out a way to help. This is why I like to see wizards with things like slings, and staves. As a matter of fact, both wizards and clerics, they, I mean, yeah, okay, clerics, okay, wizards got the, the sling and stuff, and I'm sure a cleric can carry a sling, but they are really weak in, like, ranged attacks. And sometimes, you, you know, you don't have to be a ranged attacker to need a ranged attack every once in a while. So that's why I came up with crossbow bolts and arrows that clerics can shoot, or even magic users, I guess, but clerics can shoot that have... Blunt ends, because it's a blunt weapon, and that's what they use, usually. I mean, some games, it depends on what the deity is. They'll let you have edge weapons or some other weird thing. Um, but but for the most part, that's why I give them... That's why I give them the blunt, the blunt arrows, the blunt crossbow bolts. They work great. I mean, they still do damage. So, you know, they just... It's a blunt thing. So, yeah, okay. Magic users are back there. And thieves... They're the ones sneaking around the back. Maybe if they have like a spider climb spell or they're really dexterous, they can claw up the walls. You know, get, they are really silent and try and keep a low profile during the encounter, or any other time actually, during the encounter. So they can sneak up and maybe backstab some, maybe backstab a bad guy or take a shot from, or, you know, they're great for snipers too. You know, put them up in the, put them up in the rocks. If you're traveling through a, like a, a gorge, put them up in the rocks and take sniper shots at the bad guys. They can do that. You know, give, give them a turn to get up where they are and then, okay, go. You know, pull out, pull out your short bow, pull out your whatever and go and do it. 
And that's what thieves are for. Now, I'm not saying never the twain shall meet because there are parties who lack certain things like that. So you may have a party without a thief. So you don't have that. Not, that's not a big enough deal. But, if, you know, no clerics, no magic users. Uh, that's kind of sketchy. No fighters. You better get a fighter. This is what henchmen and hirelings are for. And you can get henchmen and hirelings who are mages and clerics too. Churches are always willing to send out their acolytes to go out in the world and do some good. Uh, wizards may send their apprentice or they may go themselves. You never know. But... You know, then you get into the whole, uh, okay, what do we pay them? Do they get a part of the treasure? Da, 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 da. Well, fine. Just, you know, do, do that. You know, take care of that and it'll work. And just remember, Hampshire and Hirelings are special cases. They are not regular player characters. But if you want them to back you up, they can to a limited extent. I think, anyway. So if I've, I've been in parties, I've never been in a party without a fighter. But I've been in a par party without a cleric. What do you do? You stock up on healing spells is what you do. For one, for one. And for two, hopefully you'll have a second fighter who could be the wingman. Hopefully. I've been in parties without mages. What do you do? Well, we just sort of carry on. And the GM sees to it that we find a few scrolls that the thief can read or somebody else can read that can they can use it. I mean, they're great because they're one and done. You know, they're not mages, so they can't write them in spell books. You know, once they're gone, they're gone. I love I love use up magic items like that. And also, now this is kind of a little little sketchy as far as this goes. You could find, figure out a way to have the party cover their, their butts by having another character who is not of that class learn a few things. You know, if you have a thief who they really need to be, I mean, it, it's to a limited extent because like the magic stuff and the, and the, the holy stuff, you really can't teach per se. But there are some ways for thieves to pick up. I mean, thieves can read scrolls. They can read magic scrolls. So maybe after a while, they'll get, okay, this thing did this, did this. It's not getting into their head or anything. They're not memorizing the spell, but they understand how it works. So they can open a scroll. Oh, this is a sleep spell. Okay, cool. I'll hang on to that. You know, that kind of thing. So... You know, get people, after a while, after a few levels, the group starts to understand how each one works. And if they get another character who covers that spot later on, fantastic. But they got to survive through at least the first three levels. So to avoid a TPK, you just sort of like, okay, I'm a cleric, but I kind of understand how the magic weave works. So I can interpret a few things, but I can't really throw a spell. I can throw clerical spells. I can read clerical scrolls, but, and I do the great healing thing, but I can't, you know, I can't fill it for a wizard. Sorry. So you have limited, you have limited usability. It's not exactly skills. You know, it just works that way. I mean, I, I've done that before where, well, oh, and if you do have skills in your game, uh, proficiencies or whatever the heck you do, have a character take a non, 
a non-class skill. It may cost a little more, like in second edition, it costs you more slots, but I had a character who was a necromancer who went along with the party who had no healer, but he took healing as a skill because he was an undertaker. He knew how to, he knew how to uh, prepare a body for death. He knew how to, you know, he just knew how to, he was a more, he worked, he was like he worked in a mortuary. He knew how to prepare bodies and stuff. So naturally he would pick up some healing. So he could, he could do the old, you know, okay, here's, I got some bandages and gauze and stuff. Let me see if I can patch you up a bit. It ain't as fast as drinking a healing potion or getting somebody to lay on hands, but in a pinch, it'll work. You know, the fighter may have to go in with his arm in a sling. Hopefully he's only got one arm, one hand of weapons, but so, but you know, that's, that's what he can do. Anyway. That, that's the kind of thing I wanted to tell you about. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmaggrognardgmail.com or drop a voicemail at Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you for other, for single donations, my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmaggrognard or my PayPal tip chart, paypal.me slash oldmaggrognard. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Soares, and Benjamin Brodell. You guys are great. You're fantastic. For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young YUNG, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Kenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>